Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini-series on the Fit Design podcast, where we take bite-sized pieces of the Fit Design content you love and break it down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized episodes. On today's FitBite, we'll be looking at the world of leather. We've done a separate FitBite in the past, where we've given you a wide overview of leather and its characteristics, and as well, how to grade it. But on today's FitBite, we'll specifically be looking at where most leathers are sourced And there are honestly two key categories of leather. Those that we deem as traditional and widespread, so those are the mainstream leathers, and those that we consider exotic. On today's FitBite, we'll specifically be looking at the mainstream leathers that we see in the majority of the market. We'll be evaluating each animal source's characteristics, as well as the typical measured area we get from each hide. And lastly, we'll look at the common applications of each of these individual leathers. Getting right into it, we'll start off with the most common leather that we see on the market. This is either cattle or a calf. A calf is a young cattle, so that's just something to bear in mind. This is going to be by far the most common leather source that's going to have an obvious rough grain across the entire hide itself. Calfskin, because of its younger nature and it's less broken in nature, it's going to be more lightweight and it's going to have a smoother surface than those that are made out of cattle skins or your bulls and your cows. When it comes to the amount of leather that you get out of each unit of these animals, typically a hide that you're gonna get from a calf is going to be between 10 to 18 square foot of actual usable leather. And then something you're gonna get from a cattle is going to be between 35 and 55 square feet. Some of the common applications that we see on both cattle and calf leathers are going to be for outerwear, bags, and shoes. It's an extremely fashion forward material and is one that is extremely durable. It takes on a beautiful patina as you wear it in over time, so it stains beautifully. Um, Leather all around is just a great material to use. It breaks in beautifully, adds more character over time, and it's just something that's going to stand the test of time, regardless of the season that you're using the leather in. Next up, we have the pigskin. As the name suggests, this is sourced from pigs. This is an extremely durable, soft leather that has an obviously tight grain and poor structure. It's extremely subtle and has a bit of a rubbery appearance and feel to it. Also, as the name suggests, this is very commonly used as the shell on American footballs, hence the name pigskin when referring to an American football. When it comes to the measured area that we get of leather out of one single hide, it's a little bit tough to tell because pigs actually do vary a lot in sizes, so there's no specific consensus on the measured area, but my estimation would be between five and 10 square feet. Characteristics wise, it's an extremely flexible leather due to its high lanolin content, so that is a major plus depending on where you wanna use it. And some common applications like we mentioned on sports equipment, suede, shoes, and linings. Next up, we have sheep and lamb leathers. These are going to be extremely lightweight and fine-grained leathers that have a loose fibrous texture. Typically, baby leather is, or baby lamb leather is extremely soft, it's almost buttery, and it's quite supple to the touch with a very, very fine grain. When it comes to the measured area that we get out of each of these hides, for a sheep, we're going to get around five to 15 square feet, depending on the specific sheep. 
on a lamb, we're going to get between three and five square feet. And for a bigger lamb, you're going to get away with between five and seven. So definitely keep that in mind. And when it comes to the applications, because of its delicate and flexible nature, we almost have a lot of different options that we can use sheep and lamb leather for. It's a bit more expensive than cattle and calf, so bear that in mind. So it's typically seen on higher end items. Last up in this key category is going to be goat leather. This is a wild leather that's soft with a very supple and fine grain. It typically has more defects on its surface than something like sheep leather, which makes it difficult to extract usable leather out of goat. So it's sort of a process or a type of leather that requires a lot more time and attention to cultivate correctly and to extract the correct resources from it. When it comes to the measured area that we get out of a single hide, typically that's going to range between three and five square feet. And characteristics wise, it has high tensile strength with a lot of durability. And often because of this, it's used in suede on a variety of different applications, whether it comes for outerwear, shoes, and other types of accessories, goat skin is always going to be a great option. Well, that is a wrap on this vidbite, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and now you should have a much better understanding and an overview of all the mainstream leathers we see on the market. Stay tuned for a Fitbite in the future where we'll go through the exotic leathers and pretty much anything that is an animal can be turned into leather, so that episode is going to be quite interesting. Guys, if you enjoy this type of content and want to listen to more of our podcasts, consider subscribing to this podcast playlist. Whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, we have you covered, so guys, you want to also see more content like this consider leaving us a review and letting us know how we've done guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode of fitbite until next episode stay awesome we hope you enjoyed this episode of fitbite if you did please consider leaving a review below it really does help us out let us know what episodes you want to see next and until next time stay awesome